Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse number 20. For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen, unto the glory of God by us. Amen. All the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen, unto the glory of God by us. Let's pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word today. Amen. We know that it's powerful. We know, amen, that if faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, God saturate us with the faith, amen, that comes from the word today and let us grab that faith. We need that faith right now in our lives. In Jesus' name, to believe you for the things that we're facing in life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody say... Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I'd like to preach on the subject, the last word. The last word. You know, we all know people that have to have the last word, don't we? We don't need to mention any names. You know, in conversations and arguments and whatever. Amen. You know, you get down to the last word, and you think it's the last word, and then you put your last word, and you say, fine. And then they say, fine. Say, whatever, whatever. I'm done with this conversation. I'm not done. And, you know, this, the last word, you know, somebody's got to have the last word. And, you know, people have, experts have studied this, and, and uh, to see, like, why do people want to have the last word, you know, and one of the reasons is control, you know, because if you have the last word, then I'm controlling the conversation, amen, even when you're wrong and uh, you're still wanting to control, uh, or conceitedness, you know, one person feels like they're better than the other, so their ego drives them to get the last word in, I got to have the last word because I'm right and I'm the best one in this conversation, whatever, and then there's compulsion. You can't resist getting the last word in. Fine, fine. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's just end it with that. Nope. You, know, you can't just, you know, it's just there's a resist, you just can't resist yourself. And then there's conclusion. That person just feels like if they get the last word in, they win. I win, I win, I got the last word in. Whatever. If, that's, if, you, if you feel like you win, all right, let's go cut some cake or something, whatever. <laughs> Have a party, you win, all right. You know, because you know, in the heat of an argument, many times the last word is the worst thing you can do. It's the worst thing you can say, and more times than not, it does more harm than good. So that's just like a little mini study on the last word, but that's not anything what I'm going to talk about today. Amen. Because <laughs> I want to talk about the last word amen, that we really need to focus on. And you're going to look at this word different after today than you've ever looked at it. And that's the word amen. Amen. That's a good last word. Praise God. That's a last word that's on the end of a lot of things. 
Praise God. But it's more than just a, a word to finish a statement with. Amen. And you know the word amen, so many people use it. They use it that's non, in a non-believer, non-Christian atmosphere, and that's fine or whatever. I've heard it used at work. I've heard it used. People use it casually. It's been overused. It's been misused. Amen. And uh, casual conversation and business. And sadly, amen, sometimes even the meaning and significance of it is, is watered down because of this. You know, the word amen appears 78 times in the Bible. Amen. And for instance, it appears as the last word at the end of several verses in the Bible. One example is 1 Timothy 1.17. Now unto the King, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. And everybody say it with me. Amen. That's a good amen on that one. Amen. It also appears as the last word and to conclude some of the books in the Bible. One example is the book of Jude, which is only a one chapter book. In verse 25 it said, To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. And everybody say, Amen. And it's very fitting that the very last word of the Bible is, guess what? Amen. Revelation twenty two twenty one. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Now, according to Jesus' instructions in the Lord's Prayer, the way we're supposed to conclude our prayers is by the word Amen. Matthew six thirteen. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. This is a participation service, folks. So you got to be on your mark. There's no falling asleep, too many donuts in your stomach. You better not eat them. Wait, whatever. Get ready. We'll get that amen going. Praise God. Now, amen is not just a nice word, amen, to end Bible verses with. It's not just a nice word to end books of the Bible with. It's not just a nice word to even end the whole Bible with. Amen. It's not just a filler word to, to slap on the end of our prayers so everyone knows when to open their eyes and say, okay, it's done. Amen. It means firm, trustworthy, sure, true, certain, and I like this last one, so be it. Amen. Amen is really a strong declaration of faith and expectation. Amen. And so when we say the word amen, we're not just saying a word. We are feeling something. We are thinking something. We are putting this word on here because I'm believing something's going to happen with what I just said and what I just heard. Amen. And that's why I'm going to say amen. Saying Corinthians, our, our text verse. I'm going to read it in a different version just for a little bit of clarity. For every one of God's promises is yes in him. Therefore, through him, we also say amen to the glory of God. Every one of God's promises is yes. It's going to happen. And you know why it's going to happen? Because I'm going to say amen and I'm going to wait for the glory of God to be manifest. 
There's a lot of those promises that they aren't going to happen unless God, amen, does it for on his own. We can't make them happen, amen, and get into the impossible category. But some of our things in our lives are in the impossible category. And then we don't know what to turn. But you know what? We can say amen on the end of our prayers and say, so be it, God. It's going to be to your glory when this is accomplished. We're going to give you all the credit. Amen. Now, there's a very good reason that amen's the last word. Mark eleven twenty four says, Jesus said, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. So notice he said, when you pray, believe. While you're praying, don't wait till after your prayer. Don't wait till next week and after you pray. Don't wait for next month or whatever. When you're praying, I'm believing. I'm already receiving what I'm saying. Amen. And you shall have them. So an important part of our prayer life is believing you receive, amen, what you're saying. You're not only going to receive it, amen, but you're going to, it's going to be how you end your prayer, amen. So it's not about just saying the prayer, but it's how you end your prayer. Because it's not just, well, you know, if you feel like doing this, I don't think it's going to happen. But, you know, I'd really like this or whatever, you know, amen. No, you believe, say, Lord, I'm in a big bind right now, and I don't know how I'm going to get out of it. There's no one that can help me right now. I don't see how it's going to happen. I can't figure it out. I'm not smart enough. Amen. But I believe in you, and you said all things are possible to him that believes. So I'm believing right now that you're going to do something, and I'm going to put a, a little exclamation point on that thought by saying amen so be it it's going to happen so when I say amen what I'm really saying is what I just prayed is going to happen amen praise God Romans 5.17 God calleth those things which be not as though they were. You say, well, that's God, and I'm me, and I, 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 don't, I don't somehow have that confidence sometimes. Amen. But God calls those things. They're not yet, but he's speaking as if they were. You know why? Because when God, you know, when he speaks everything into existence, as soon as it comes out of his mouth, it turns into something. Just think of that. Those, all those Genesis chapter 1 uh, verses, you know, and God said, let there be, and God said, let there be, and God said, let there be, amen, and all of a sudden he said, cow, cow shows up, amen, mule, mule shows up, a little stubborn, but he came, amen, you know, this guy showed up, a turkey showed up, this, you know, he just spoke into existence, and it was there, they weren't there, but when he said it, it was there, and we got to speak faith like that, folks. Amen. If God can do it, we can speak faith. In other words, there's nothing there right now, but it will be there soon in Jesus' name, and I will second that motion with an amen. I believe it. Praise God. Hebrews 11.1 1 said, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. 
Amen. The reason I'm praying and the reason I'm hoping is because I haven't seen it. I don't have it yet, but I'm hoping and I'm praying and my faith stands, amen, as substance and evidence. My faith actually is, amen, what I believe it's going to be, praise God. It's so real to me when I'm praying. we got to pray that God's going to do it, amen. And I know sometimes we pray many times for the same thing, and it hasn't happened. But I'm still telling you to still say amen and still believe God. Yeah, I don't know why it doesn't happen all the time, but God knows, and we got to still be faithful. And you just let your substance and the evidence of your faith carry you through until it becomes what you're asking for. Hebrews 11.6 said, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Amen. Let's, let's have bulldog faith. Amen. Let's, have, let's not give up faith. Let's have faith that will not be just kicked away. And, and we, we won't be easily just dissuaded by, by any situation. How bad do we want what we're praying for? How bad do we want what God promised us? Praise God. Amen. Diligently seek Him and you'll be a rewarder. Be rewarded by the rewarder. Amen. And it can, because without faith we can't please Him. And I told you this morning, our purpose is to please Him. And when we're pleasing Him, amen, God rewards those that please Him. Now sometimes one amen is not enough. We need to double it up, you know, for extra emphasis. You know, like amen and amen. Now, come on, that don't do any good. Uh, and that was too little don't do. That's probably not good English. But uh, it do do good, okay? <laughs> it does do good. <laughs> Psalms 41 says, I can double it up. Verse 13, blessed be the Lord, God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and... Amen. Come on, you got to get on with me with the double amens now, okay? Amen. Psalm 72, verse 19. And blessed be the, His glorious name forever. And let the whole earth be filled with His glory. Amen and amen. So in other words, so be it and so be it, God. And maybe another so be it. I need you to do it, Lord. Amen and amen. It's certain. It's so. It's trustworthy. It's sure. That's what amen means. Now, the word, the word amen is even more than just a strong declaration of faith. Amen. When we read Revelation 3.14, And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. So here we find that Jesus calls himself the amen. I like that. So amen's more than the word. Just like the word of God is more than just words on a page. The Bible said in the beginning was the, was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He is his word, and his word is him. Amen. And the word amen is Jesus, and Jesus is the word amen. And that means when we call him the amen, that means he is the faithful one. Amen. And what he says, it will be. He will, he's saying, I am the amen. I am the so be it God. I, what I say goes and what you believe me for will happen. Praise God. 
And so he follows that, the amen statement by he is the faithful and true witness. You can count on him. You can count on his word. Amen. And folks, we don't have sometimes nothing but his word and him. And that's plenty for us. But you know, I'm telling you, when, when you, because a lot of times we, we reach out for other things to grasp a hold of, other things for, uh, you know, comfort and assurance or whatever. But there's times uh, where we're not feeling it. There's times where we're kind of down in the dumps. There's times where we don't know what's happened, but you always have his word. Hallelujah. Which is him. You always have the amen. Hallelujah. In your life, the faithful and true witness. And you can stand on the word. My father and the Lord, Pastor Sam White, he, he taught us to stand on the word. I mean, he literally put his Bible on the floor and stand on it. I'm not telling you you have to do that, but I'm just saying that that's gone to the exact extreme to, hey, God, I'm standing. I mean, he'd open the verse right where he wanted it, and he would stand on his Bible and say, God, there it is. That's how he would say it. There it is. I'm standing on your word. Amen. But we got to stand on his word in our hearts, our minds. Amen. Even when we don't see any kind of relief coming on the horizon, his word, amen, is going to be there. We can count on him because he's faithful and true. Amen. That's what the amen means. Numbers 23 says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent or change. He has, hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? You better believe it. God cannot lie, the Bible said. In fact, it is impossible for God to lie, the Bible said. Okay, God, just go over here and tell a white lie. Come on. Just say one, you know, just come on, God, just tell us one white lie. He, uh, uh, he can't do it. He can't do it because he's just truth. He's light. In him is no darkness. There is no deception. Amen. Now, don't compare God to people. Now, people lie to us. People have let us down. And sometimes we kind of project that onto God. But, hey, God is nowhere near people when it comes to that. He always is faithful. His word is true, and he won't lie to us. Amen. Psalms 119.89. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Praise God. He's the amen. His word settled in heaven. Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. So we can stand on his word, folks. Amen. And, give, and that's the last word. He's the amen. He's not only the beginning, but the Bible said he's the ending because he's the amen. He's not only the first, but he's the last because he's the amen. He's not only alpha, but he's the omega because he's the Amen. He's able to keep that which I've committed and that which you have committed unto him against that day. What day? The last day. Whatever the last day is, the last day I breathe before I die or the last day I fly, amen, in the rapture of the church, he's going to keep me because he's the amen. Praise God. So we need to allow him to have the last word in our day. We need to allow him to have the last word in our week. The last word in our month, the last word in our year, and the last word in our life. Amen? Amen. And you know, speaking of the last word, you know, the last words from anybody are pretty important, usually. You know, somebody on their deathbed when, you know, like we read in the Bible when some of the kings were dying and 
they were given instruction uh, to their son, you know, like David to Solomon and Solomon to Rehoboam and so forth. And they would, you know, tell him some, you know, some last words of your dad before he's dying. Those got to be important words. Amen. And you need to, you know, kind of put some weight to them. Amen. And, and uh, so the last words of anybody are usually important. And the last words of Jesus when he died and buried and rose again and before he ascended up into heaven, he gave some last words out to his followers right before that the church started. And you can read about him in, in uh, Matthew chapter 28, in Mark chapter 16, in Luke chapter 24. Amen. You can read about those last words. And he, he gave some last words. He goes, go. I give you power. I, I, you go and you, you get the power from on high. Get the promise of the Father. And then get that church going and things are going to be good. Go teach and, and go preach. Amen. Preach the gospel to every creature. Go teach all nations. Baptize them. Get them ready for, for heaven. Yeah. Amen. And that was his last words. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So we, we got to let him have his last word and the last word in our lives. Praise God. Amen. And that's what we're looking at today, folks. So when you say amen from now on, remember what it really means and who it really represents. Amen. Praise God. Would you stand with me? Thank you, Lord. God wants to be the last word. Amen. And we, you know what? We should let him have the last word in our lives. Don't get any kind of like a little thing with God on that like I was having fun with earlier. Let him have the last word. Praise God. Then it'll be okay. We'll be fine. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let him speak into your situation with that last word. And then you take heed to his last words. If you haven't been born again of water and spirit, amen. Think about that and, and uh, consider that and, and uh, let that be, become part of your life. Like Sister Sanchez's testimony about this this lady it's so important to God that he's giving dreams to people and he's guiding Sister Sanchez into a particular store now she probably doesn't go into TJ Maxx like every time she goes to the mall probably I'm sure you know I definitely wouldn't I wouldn't go in there one time unless I'm being dragged in there amen but I'll do it for the team but you know, if we're when somebody's sensitive to God and someone else is sensitive to God, and this dream and this directing, and then they come together, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I don't know if that lady's told her daughter about the dream in advance, or she just found out about it when Sister Sanchez found out about it. I don't know, but it, it sounded like it was all miraculous to me. Praise God! And God wants to use us, Amen, to be a blessing to others. But we we need to be sensitive to God's spirit. Praise God. It's all about God goes to all these extents and all these, uh, you know, all this extent to, to get people to be born again. That's how important it is. Amen. Jesus said you must be born again of water and spirit. 
Amen. So let's take that to heart. Hallelujah. It's repentance. Asking God to forgive us. It's baptism in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. It's infilling of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Those are the things, amen, that we need. Get God in our heart. Praise God. Amen. That's the last word Jesus gave us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.